Secret 14, After the Slaps and the Snaps. So what happens if you're reading this book and Facebook has recently been shut down by the government for controlling too big of a monopoly or a new social platform is getting traction and you want to figure out how to get in early before it's too late? As you know, my goal with this book was not to give you a fish. It was to teach you how to fish. In my 15 years online, I've watched as dozens of networks and hundreds of ad sources have come and have gone. With all this change, we've not only survived, but we've thrived. The reason we've been able to weather the storms and get in front of the traffic trends is because of the principles you're learning in this book. Even though we've talked about it during the introduction of this section, and you've seen it conceptually over the last few chapters, in this chapter, I want to give you the exact blueprint we are going to look at for every new traffic opportunity. For this example, I'm going to apply the Fill Your Funnel framework to grow and monetize my podcast. To do that, I need to apply the frameworks to the Apple Podcast directory. As I break down how to dominate the podcast networks, notice how we use the same frameworks in order to have success. Step number one, understand the history and the goal. Each show type and platform has its own positives and negatives, but of all the platforms, podcasting is my personal favorite. It's harder to actually grow subscribers on your podcast than any of the other platforms, but I believe the subscribers who you do get are way more valuable. When people listen to your podcast, they are plugging you into their ears during a part of their day when you usually get to have their sole attention, such as when they're driving, working out at the gym, or laying in bed thinking. During these most intimate moments, you have the ability to tell stories, break false beliefs, and really serve people in a manner that I don't think you can do with any other type of media. Podcasting tends to attract a more affluent audience and people who have a higher net worth. In fact, a recent survey showed that podcast listeners are 45% more likely to have a net household income of over $250,000 per year. That tells me a few things. First, if you want to increase your own personal net income, you should be listening to podcasts instead of the radio. Second, your dream customers, the cream of the crop, are those on your list who also listen to podcasts. When someone comes into my world, in other words, joins my list, one of the first things I try to get them to do is to subscribe to my Marketing Secrets podcast. If I can take them off whatever platform they found me and have them leave their inbox and have them plug me into their ears, I'll be able to have more of an influence than anything else I could possibly do. Step number two, find your dream 100 on this platform. Podcasting is one of the easiest platforms to find your Dream 100 on because almost every podcast is published in the Apple Podcast directory, so you don't have to look far. Most people also include their podcasts in other directories like Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, but because it's rare that a podcast would be listed on one of those directories and not on Apple, I do all of my searches on Apple. Apple's ranking algorithm for podcasts is currently based on three things. First and most important is the number of new subscribers. The more new subscribers you get, the higher your podcast will rank. That is the number one factor that trumps the other two. So much so that my main goal is to get people to go and subscribe. We do contests, give away prizes, and talk about it in every show episode. The other two ranking factors are numbers of downloads and the numbers of new comments. Both of those are important, but not nearly as important as the number of new subscribers. If you focus on that, then the comments and the downloads will follow. To find your Dream 100, Apple will show you 200 of their top podcasts for each category, and this gives you a huge list to use for your Dream 100. Even those that aren't listed in the top 200 can still have thousands of downloads per episode. I also recommend searching for other keywords to find shows that for some reason have a lot of downloads and legacy subscribers, but aren't getting new subscribers and therefore aren't showing up high in the rankings. They can have huge faithful followings even though they aren't ranked in the top 200. Get to know your Dream 100 personally and they will become your strategic board on how to get and keep your podcast ranked. Share with them your wins and what's working for you and they'll be more likely to share their wins with you as well. 
When the platforms have ups and downs, it's very useful to be able to talk to others in your same market on the same platform who are testing the algorithms and trying to figure them out as well. Step number three, identify the publishing strategy and create your publishing plan. The strategy with podcasting is pretty simple compared to other platforms. You just have to decide which type of podcast you want to host. My guess is that if you listen to a lot of podcasts, then you probably have your own favorite format. Some people love interview style shows. Others would rather use the time to just share their own thoughts. Yet still others like to do a blend of both. I don't think it really matters which format you want to do as long as you pick something that you can be consistent with. When I first launched my original Marketing Your Car podcast, I did it because I knew that every day I was going to be in my car for 10 minutes. Therefore, I knew that I could commit to recording at least three episodes a week on my phone. If it wasn't something simple, I knew I wouldn't be consistent. I have other friends who love interview-style shows and thus needed to build out their own little studio in their house. After they have their studio, they knew that they would be consistent. Whatever type of podcast you choose, make sure you set up your environment for success. As with most things in life, consistency is the key to having success with the podcast. Podcasts have a compounding effect. Each episode that you publish will hook new fans, who will then go backwards and binge listen to your show from the beginning. Because of that, each episode's audience will be bigger than the last, and each show will indirectly promote your past show. For example, all of the episodes I published when no one was listening six years ago still get hundreds of listens today from the people who are finding out about my show today. Your Publishing Plan As with all other publishing plans, you can follow them to a T or you can change them to make it work for you. With podcasting, you want to make sure you choose a consistent publishing schedule that your listeners will come to anticipate when your upcoming shows will be released. So help build that trust by publishing your show on the same days each week. You can download the podcast publishing plan from the supplemental PDF. Step number four, work your way in. The one thing that's a little harder with podcasting than any other platform is that there isn't a really simple way to promote and to build a podcast, at least not for most people. You can't just put out a good episode and hope that people share it organically, like with other social channels. And most people don't go into Apple Podcasts daily searching for new stuff. The average podcast listener subscribes to six shows, and that's it. Usually they start listening to a show based on the recommendation from a friend. If they like the experience, they'll search for a few other related shows. They will max out their available listening time from a few new shows, which will become the shows they consume from that point in time forward. Typically, the only way they'll add a new show is if it's recommended by a friend or if they hear about it on another podcast. This is why so many people who have tried podcasting stop, because it's hard to get the initial traction and long-term growth. For those that understand the principles you've learned so far in this book, though, it's actually really easy. Our strategy to grow our podcast following is build our Dream 100 list of podcasts that our dream customers are already listening to and then go and work our way in. We message every podcast that we could find in our industry and ask them if I could be interviewed on their podcast. When I was interviewed, I was asked the question that almost every podcast host asks. For those of you who enjoyed this episode, how can they learn more about you? And my answer was always the same. I have my new podcast called Marketing Secrets, and if you go to marketingsecrets.com or search for me here on Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe and get my best marketing secrets twice a week. And just like we thought, the podcast listeners who heard the interview and connected with me came in droves. They love the podcast, they love to rate and review podcasts, they shared their favorite podcasts with their friends, and they did all the things that we have been trying to educate our non-podcast listeners to do without any coaching. Recently, I watched with fascination as a very famous podcaster, Jordan Harbinger, who had one of the biggest podcasts in the world called The Art of Charm that was getting over 4 million monthly downloads, got into a fight with his business partner, and eventually got kicked out of his own show. I felt so bad knowing how much work he must have spent over the past few years growing a podcast to that size and then losing it all. 
Then one day, I remember I was listening to my favorite podcast, Mixergy. On it, Andrew Warner interviewed Jordan about his podcast, how he grew it initially, and how he lost it. Then, at the end of the show, Andrew asked him what listeners should do if they wanted to follow Jordan after the show. Jordan suggested that they should subscribe to his new show called The Jordan Harbinger Show. Right then, I realized that he was doing the exact same thing that I had been doing. He understood that all of his faithful future followers were already listening to podcasts, and he just had to go out there and convince them that he was worth listening to. Then I started to watch as Jordan hit the podcast circuit, and he was on show after show after show. In just a matter of months, Jordan's new show had passed over 3 million downloads. Step number five, buy your way in. This next section almost didn't make it into the book because I was too blind to see it until last week. My second favorite podcast is called Business Wars. Last week, at the end of one of their episodes, they took me into a mini episode they had just published. It started with the show host's voice saying that they had a very special episode that Business Wars team wanted to share from a guy named Jordan Harbinger. Then they told their whole audience that they were going to play a few highlights from Jordan's show that they thought everyone would like. Finally, they encouraged everyone who was listening to go and subscribe to Jordan's podcast if they wanted more information. As you can probably guess, I started to freak out, jumping around as I realized for the first time that you could buy your way into other people's podcasts to promote your podcast. We are now buying ads as well as full episodes on the podcast that our dream customers are listening to. Step number six, fill your funnel. Now that you have your podcast and you know how to grow your following, I want to spend a little time talking about how you can leverage your podcast and other people's podcasts to fill your funnel. Even if you don't have your own podcast show, you can still leverage this powerful platform to get traffic. The strategies to promote your funnel are the same as how we grow the show. Every time I have a new book launch or a new webinar or a new funnel that I quickly want to get a lot of traffic for, one of the best ways to do that is hit up the podcast circuit. You can message hosts and see if you can get on their show. Once you're on, when they ask you the magic question about how people can learn more about you, simply tell them to get a free copy of your book, register for your webinar, or get your free lead magnet, and then give the URL to your funnel. You can also purchase podcast ads to promote your podcast or any of your other funnels. Recently, we ran a few tests for paid ads on John Lee Dumas' Entrepreneur on Fire podcast. They did so well that we ended up buying an entire year's worth of ads from him. We're also going back to the shows that I did interviews on that had the biggest impact on sales and buying ads from them. Lastly, we're buying ads on Mixergy and other podcasts that I love. Some podcasts run their ads departments in-house where you can contact the show directly, and they'll usually have a media kit that will show you the information such as demographics of the show and how many downloads they get per episode. Many podcasters work with agencies to sell their ads. Most agencies will sponsor many different shows, and they can open up the doors to many other podcasts you may not have even known existed. A note about other platforms. I desperately wanted to write chapters in this book about some of the other platforms that were market leaders at the time, like Twitter, Snapchat, and LinkedIn. There's so many opportunities on all these platforms, and some of them may come back and beat out the ones that I did share in this book. I also had a desire to talk about some of the newer platforms I think are going to be huge, like Twitch or TikTok, or even a platform such as Pinterest that many ClickFunnels users get the majority of their traffic from. But I knew that if I tried to write a chapter on every exciting platform, this book would be over 2,000 pages long. In addition, it would have felt more like me trying to give people fish than teaching them how to fish because these platforms have only existed during a quick snapshot in time. I picked Facebook, Instagram, Google, and YouTube so you could see the strategy behind how we attack each network as they come out. With that knowledge, you now have a process you can follow for any new network you decide to jump into and a process for how to recover during the next Google slap or Zeno snap.